Hey girl, hey. Hey mama. Hey, hey lady. You are tuned in to the Scenes from a Single Mom podcast. We don't grow alone, and this podcast ensures that you don't have to. Grab your journal and a drink and join us. Thank you for tuning in for this week's episode of the Scenes from a Single Mom podcast. I am your co-host, Tiffany Huff Struthers, and I am going to be joined today with an amazing co-host, Brooke Berry. Before we dig into sharing and speaking with Brooke, I want to remind you, if you haven't already, please make sure that you hit the subscribe button so that you are aware as soon as we drop new episodes. And if you haven't, leave a review. When you do, more moms like you are able to find the podcast and get these resources, tips, and tools to support them on their journey. So without further ado, I want to introduce you to this week's co-host, Brooke Berry. Her bio and all of the details about her are in the show notes, but I think Brooke will do the best at introducing herself. So welcome to the podcast, Brooke. Please tell everybody who you are beyond the bio. Thank you, Tiffany. Hi, everyone. Um, I'm Brooke Berry, and I am a mother to a five-year-old son. I'm a business owner and entrepreneur, um, a traveler, and um, I'm just I'm happy to be here and, and talk a little bit um, about my journey. Yes, and Brooke, what she failed to mention is that she is also an author. She is actually an author in Scenes from a Single Mom, Volume 3, and her story is called Her Own Way. So, Brooke, let's talk a little bit about the journey to getting to your own way. And we won't go all the way back to childhood, but I will say let's start at the place where your transitions started to happen, where life stopped looking and feeling the way that you thought it was going to. Yes. So I would say um, I I started going through a lot of changes um, in a short amount of time. So a few years ago, I was married. um, I had a corporate nine to five job, had a nice salary, nice benefits, all that good stuff. Um, And then I ended up getting divorced. And within about a three year time frame, I was divorced. Um, I had a baby and I quit my nine to five corporate job and became an entrepreneur and started my own in-home childcare business. That's a lot, bro. It was a lot. That's a mouthful (laughs) in three years. So, so we're clear when you got the, after you got divorced, you got pregnant, right? A few years, about, about two years after. Okay. So you get divorced, you're living the single free life. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And um, one thing led to another, as they say, and you end up pregnant, right? So how did your pregnancy impact your corporate, your work, and you um, easing back into, or how did motherhood impact your ability to ease back into your corporate nine to five life? Well, yes, to put it bluntly, motherhood, pregnancy, everything, um, just threw my whole world upside down. Um, I was elated. I was so happy, um, you know, to be having a baby. However, after you have a baby, you know, no one can really know, but you, how your life is going to go and how it's going to feel. And the way that I felt about it is I had my child, my baby, um, in, in childcare, um, when he got a little bit older, you know, a few months old. And what I found is I was just caught up in this, you know, in this wheel of, you know, get up, 
get the baby, go to work, go pick up the baby, go home, go to bed. And it was just like I had I had no space in my life for me. Um, or even I felt like I didn't have any really quality time with my son. Um, as they say, you know, life can just fill up if you're not mindful about how you want your life to be. So um, immediately, and also I should note that with my corporate job, um, I was at my job for six years, um, had a few different roles and positions within the company. However, um, I was not happy with my job, even before I became a mother. Um, it was just, it, you know, it was just a good job with good money, good benefits. Um, but I really, I counted the minutes. I could not wait to, to leave work every day. Um, so then when I had my son, that sort of catapulted me, you know, to really look at my life and say, you know, this, you really are not happy like this. You want to be happy with your son, but this timing is not working out. And with my background, uh, when I was, you know, getting my education and getting my college degree, I was focused on child development. And so I always wanted to be a teacher. So it was sort of like I was working this job that had nothing to do with, you know, which a lot of people I know experience this, but my job had nothing to do with my life experience, my education, my bachelor's degree, and now I have this son. And then on top of it, I became a single mother when my son was just a few weeks old. So here I was, you know, this full-time working single mother, um, really just running to point A to point B to point C and not having any real fulfillment in it. And so, this is, I, I want to stop you there because I know that there are mother, other moms who can relate to the challenge of being unfulfilled, hating your job, but making a good wage, right? Getting this money that supports a lifestyle that you want. So how did you balance knowing that you needed to leave that job because of the um, state of mind it put you in and you know, how you went home to your son, how did you balance that with the fact that you needed the money? Yeah. So, um, what I did was I, I did my research, right? So, you know, anyone who, anyone who is an entrepreneur will tell you, don't, don't just quit your job one night and the next day start trying to figure out what you're going to do. So I started doing some research online. Um, I, I went to an orientation about, you know, do you really want to be a child care provider? What's involved? What is, you know, what's the legalities? What can you expect for salary? Things like that. Um, so I would say I did invest um, a good year, a good 12 months in that research phase. While um, you were still working. While I was still working. Exactly. While I was still working full time, you know, doing the grind, but, you know, Focusing on on what I wanted my life to become. How would you balance that with a new baby as a single mom? Because I'm sure there's somebody who's listening who would say, well, I want to leave my job. I want to go back to school, but I just don't know where I will get the child care or how I would get the money to even take these classes. How did you manage the juggling, if you will? Yeah, so I, I definitely attribute to um, family and friends. Um, I have a big support network with my family. Uh, my parents, my my siblings, um, you know, friends. I I had all of that when I was um, transitioning, or even before I was transitioning. You know, they were helping me, um, and I can remember when I actually did did quit my job um, and and started my new business. Um, actually, well, right before I had some um, some family members and some good friends 
taking care of my son because then obviously then I transitioned him out of his childcare that he was attending because then he would be with me. Right. Um, so I would just tell people who, you know, if you're, you know, mothers that you, you want something different, you know, maybe you have a good job with, you know, you're making good money, but you're just not happy is you really just have to, you have to find that balance and you have to believe in yourself. Um, that's what I struggled with a lot because, you know, when having a young baby and I also breastfed my son. So that also, you know, takes up a lot of time as well, because when I was at work, I had to pump twice a day. Um, and then you have to store the milk and you know, it's, it's a lot, right. But it, it was worth it to me. Um, but I would just say that you, you have to believe in yourself and, you just have to develop that mindset that, you know, you can talk to people, you can talk to your coworkers, you could talk to family, friends, but ultimately at the end of the day, it's going to be you making those decisions. It's going to be you running your life, running your business. Um, so I would say that's very, very important. Um, and also, you know, always having a, a plan B. So my plan B was always, if it didn't work out, I would just get another corporate job, right? I mean, you always have that to fall back on. So... So how did you manage your time, right? Because you are, you said once you had your son, it was just like, wake up, take him to daycare, go to work, pick him up, come home, do it again tomorrow. So you're, and you're breastfeeding and all of these things. So where, how did you balance the time during that year when you were pressing in, doing your research, getting the trainings, all of those things? That's a very good question. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It does sometimes feel like a blur uh, when my son was a baby because, of course, you know, with their baby babies, you know, they they don't just immediately sleep for 10 hours a night and wake up and then you feed them. They're, right. You know, my son, he he was up, you know, every two, three hours for, for a, a time. So you, you start to get a little sleep deprived. Um, just a little. Just a little bit. <laughs> but I would say that I... Um, you know, weekends, I would try to catch up because my job was, you know, just it was actually 730 to four was Monday my Monday through Friday, 730 to four. So, you know, getting off at four, you have a little bit of time. Um, and I just I remember, you know, I would pick my son up from childcare, And especially in the in the summertime, um, I had a bunch of mom friends with babies the same age. And I always remember we used to go to, it was called Frick Fridays and the Frick Museum um, in Point Breeze. Every Friday night they would have uh, food trucks, bands, live bands playing. And you would just come, you could even bring your own food, have it picnic style. And I just remember looking forward to those evenings so much because it was like, you got to have a little bit of a break. You all sort of sat together on the grass, you know, let your babies, you know, crawl around whatever stage they were at. And then you actually got to have, you know, a little bit of adult conversation and unwind, maybe, you know, bring some food, drink some wine, things like that. So I would feel like I, that's how I balanced some sort of self-care during mm -hmm. that time. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, because you can't just go, go, go. You will crash if you don't get a little bit of that me time, a little bit of that self-care in. Okay, so. so you're you're pressing through this year. You're doing your research. You're getting your training. What happened after that year? So after that year, my son was actually 18 months old when I started my business and pulled him from his childcare. And I, I started off my business model. Um, I think this just worked out so well for me is um, I started my business model as marketed as a drop-in childcare, um, home childcare business. So what that meant was I had flexibility in my own life, 
But then I was also catering to other parents and families that needed flexibility in their life. So I didn't start it off as the traditional, you know, 6 a.m. to 5 p.m., bring your child money through Friday. Um, I said I wasn't going to do that because I thought that would be a little too much being a single mother. So I started off with that drop-in model and it worked out really, really well because then what happened was I ended up getting families that said, hey, you know, we've been using you for, you know, a day or two here, but we'd really like to get on a part-time schedule. And so I said, that's fine. I will do two or three days a week, but that was it. I wasn't going to do any children full-time. So um, that happened organ- organically. It did happen organically, and I have to attribute um, the, I would say, 90% of my business, my families, came from a um, an organization called New Mom's Coffee. And New Mom's Coffee was a place that if you have a young baby, you could go and you could bring your baby and you could talk to other other moms that were just like you that had this new baby and you know they're new at this and trying to figure this out and so when you joined that group there's like a big Facebook group that you all become a part of and so when that happened everyone started finding out about my business basically through that new mom's coffee Facebook page um So I feel really, really grateful for that group because had it not been for them, I would have had to do a lot of marketing, a lot of advertising. But because of that, I literally never had to advertise. It was just word of mouth um, with my business. Um, So I I feel really grateful for that. So what would you say to the mom that is considering taking a leap of faith, whether it be to pursue a job that she would be more passionate and fulfilled in or starting a business that's going to require, you know, that, that grind time, that research, that, that hard work, what would you say to encourage her? Or what would you have liked to know when you started the journey that you didn't? I would say to that mom, um, you sort of have to really just, you really have to go within yourself and you have to sort of, you really have to like forget about like almost everything you ever learned about growing up and being an adult, being a parent, and you have to have that good job. You have to have that job security. You have to get that money and you have to get those benefits because if you just focus on that and you don't focus on what you're passionate about, you really will never find that self-fulfillment. You really will never truly be happy. So I would say to you, look within yourself, you know, if you could take some time with, you know, maybe some family or some friends that can take your child for a day or a weekend and just do what you love to do, whatever that is. And, um, just find yourself and find what's, what you're passionate about and, and how can you make it a business? Um, and I think if you, if you do that, then you'll, you'll find your answers and then it'll start to go from there. Because I knew that I was passionate about child development, early childhood education, and I wanted to be that mom that knew my son inside and out. I wanted to be with him all the time. Now, some moms, that working moms, and they have their career and they're passionate about their career, they find that balance of being a mother and, and still being a, a working mother and having that childcare. But I knew that that wasn't for me because I didn't like the job that I was doing. So I sort of had to just create my lifestyle and my business 
around what I wanted and to make it fit in my life. And that worked for me. And so, and you'll find that you'll have to, you'll have to pivot. I mean, with this last year with the pandemic, I had to do a big pivot. I closed my business down for several months. And then when I reopened, I had several of my families come right back because they were doing what they had to do to get through. Um, I was doing what I had to do. And now, actually, I don't do drop-in services at the moment, childcare. Um, I do strictly um, part-time. Um, so so I would just say, you know, bottom line, you you have to find out what makes you want to get up in the morning and what you want to what makes you want to stay up late at night and what you're passionate about and what you actually would want to do, even if it was free and make a business around that. And know that being a, a single mom does not limit your opportunity to do that. Yes, absolutely. It does not limit you to doing anything you want to do, you know. I think one of the things that you mentioned that was great was that you knew you wanted to do drop-in and there was clearly a market for it. People were waiting. People were looking for exactly what you decided or you knew that you needed. And that could very well be the case for you who is listening. If there's something that you feel like you need or a space that needs to be created for you to be able to thrive and no one else has created it or offered it or starting do started doing it, Maybe it's your call to do. And I think what Brooke shared about um, believing in yourself, having a community, be it family, friends, or even new people that you meet, like she did with the moms group. And then, you know, really being honest and looking at what it is you want, what you need, and just doing the work one foot in front of the other. A year sounds like a very long time when you have a newborn baby and you're still working. But after that, that year... Her life changed tremendously and she's better for it. And Absolutely. she's doing it her own way. If you have not already picked up um, or gotten in your pre-order, I should say, for Scenes from a Single Mom Volume 3, you want to make sure you do that so you can get all of the tea about Brooke's story because she goes into a lot of detail and shares the ups and the downs of the journey. But I'm so grateful that you were here with us today, live and in person. If there's anything you want to leave our listeners with or anything that um, we didn't discuss that you want to share, please do. You have the floor. Yes. Thank you, Tiffany. Um, I will leave the listeners with just, uh, you have, sometimes you just have to tune everybody out. You can't listen to what everyone else is doing, what they're saying, and just follow your heart, follow your dreams, your passions. And you'll find that life, life will start, or you will create the life. Life just won't happen to you, but you will create the life that you wanted, um, you know, and what you want your life to be. That's good. Let everybody know where they can find you on, and information about your child care on social media, your website. Yes, you can find me on Facebook. I have a business page, Brookberry's Home Child Care. And um, I don't have a website yet, but that is coming. And um, yeah, you can find me on Facebook there. And you can email me as well. My email is brookberrychildcare at gmail.com. And I'll make sure that we link all of Brooke's information in the show notes. Thank you again, Brooke, for being here. And for all of our listeners, thank you for tuning in. Again, if you have not already, please leave a review because when you do, you create the space for other moms like you to find us and get connected. If you haven't already, share this 
out wherever you're listening or watching with some other mom or another woman who could benefit by what we have to share. And we will state or we look forward to chatting with you next time. Thank you again for tuning in to this week's episode of the Scenes from a Single Mom podcast. If you were blessed by this episode, please take a moment or two and leave us a review because when you do, you create an opportunity for another mom to find us and get the tips, tools, and tea that we share here as you grow through on your motherhood journey. And if you're not already, be sure to head over to Facebook and Instagram and follow us at When She Thrives so that you are aware of all the greatness that is going on with When She Thrives out here in these streets. And last but certainly not least, grab your copies of Scenes from a Single Mom, Volumes 1 and 2, and of course, 3 and 4 are coming soon. Thank you again for listening, and we will chat with you next week.